is Patricia Wright Alexis, former captain of the Trinidad and Tobago hockey team, and you're listening to the Half Court Press podcast. Hi, my name is Nico Tixe. I'm the head coach of Furuai and the coach of the women's national team. And I invite you to listen to the Half Court Press podcast. Hi, this is Konish Medierman from St. Patrick's and Uruguay's national team, and you are listening to Half Court Press podcast. <laughs> Captain's Log is the 10th season of the Half Court Press podcast. In this series, Theo McLeod talks to senior players from a variety of sports about leadership techniques, communication skills, and team development. Hello, my name is Cody Barrandegui. I'm from the hockey national team from Uruguay, and I'm in Half Court Press podcast. Hello, and welcome back to the Half Court Press podcast. You join us with our Captain C specials. Today, I am sat here uh, via a Zoom call with Uruguay international and senior player and part of the captaincy group, Constanza Coti Barandigo. Hi, Dal. Thank you for the invitation. It's a pleasure for me today being part of this. Now, I believe you, that your, your full name, your first name is Constanza, but you prefer Coti. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, suppose it, I suppose it makes for... Um, it makes it a bit easier when communicating on the pitch, being like your, your goalkeeper is also called Constance. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> My name is, I'm, I'm Constanza, Constanza in Spanish, and she's Constance in English. Yeah. Constance or Connie schmidt Lehman was episode two of the goalkeeping specials in the previous series. I believe it, it, that her name comes from her Germanic heritage, doesn't it? I think her dad is. Yeah. Um, so, Koti, can, can you give us a bit of uh, information about yourself, where you're from, who you are, what, what you do? Yeah. Uh, I'm 24 years old. Uh, I played hockey since I was six years. Um, I'm from Montevideo, Uruguay. I, I live alone. And I, I get to hockey because of my parents. They always... Uh, transmit us the importance of practicing a sport, not only because about the, the healthy thing, uh, but because about the human values that sports give you. So that's me. <laughs> so who do you play for? What's your club? I believe you're also part of the I've, I've learned in the Woodland School, that is the, the school I've been uh, since I was little. Uh, and actually, I'm playing with in the club of the Woodland School, um, and uh, actually, I'm in the in that team. Uh, I've been also when I was little. I, I have played in other in other national teams, uh, in other national clubs. But uh, actually, I'm playing in in the Woodlands. Yeah, so the school the school teams seem, seem to be quite the academic team seems to be a big thing in Uruguay. Uh, Connie Schmidt Lim and your goalkeeper was saying that she plays for St. Patrick's College side. So yeah. There seems to be a lot of academic sides in your league. 
Yeah, it's common that uh, if you if you go to a certain school and you practice since you, you were little uh, in that school, uh, you you would like make your whole hockey career in there uh, because all more like uh, I think that all the schools have uh, teams in the in the like the first team is is part of it. In, in the UK, or at least in Scotland, we call this former pupils. So I, I used to coach uh, George Herrett's former pupils, ladies' team. And it was, George Herrett's was a posh school in Edinburgh. It's, it's, mm -hmm. it's the same, same sort of thing as a school team. Yeah, them, it's like a, yeah. You, you formed, yeah. You formed in there and you played your whole, your whole hockey career in that club. If uh, some of our, of our of my mates in the national team maybe goes uh, they go three months playing to the to to Netherlands or to Germany, but then when they came here in Uruguay again, they come and play in their in their club team. Like an alma mater sort of thing, I think. Mm -hmm. um, so are you are you a captain of your club side? Have you been a, a captain at club level? And uh, no. I'm not the captain of my of my club, uh, and I have never been. I think that when I was little, yeah, when I was little in, uh, in when I was fourteen or fifteen, sixteen, the the hockey national team, I was like captain or sub captain, but I've never been like in the in the senior ones. Now you you've been put forward uh, for this podcast series you've been recommended by uh well i'll, I'll say hockey uruguay but it's your your coach in fact for, yeah. for this because you are not not quite the captain but you're part of the senior group you're part of the leadership group aren't you mm -hmm. so, mm -hmm. is, so is that like a you said sub captain uh are you like a vice captain is this what you how you yeah sorry you? vice captain vice captain yeah i think sub captain means the same thing but it's yeah uh yeah so would you describe yourself as a vice captain of the Uruguayan national team? Sorry, I don't understand the question. Would you describe what what's your what's your role within the Uruguayan national side? Is it okay. vice captain? And I think that being part of these members of the leadership uh, team, um, we have the this. I don't want to tell you responsibility, but we have. Uh, our main is to uh, minders, so that, that Austina, our last captain, left. Uh, so th that is our objective. We want to uh, keep on working in these things we, we've been worked uh, years ago. Uh, so and and don't lose that identity we we have built as being part of this leader this leader groups. The, um, we want to maintain this uh, human values we, we've, we've been working for, been working, working on, and, and don't lose that identity that we have built in these last years. That I think that is our our the most important thing we have. This identity we have built um, and being an example for future generations, and uh, that I hope that future generations want to be part of this and be part of it. So that, I think that that is our main object, of, uh, our main object, objective. Is that's okay? 
our main objective, yeah. So before we move on to the nitty gritty of captaincy, can you, can you tell us a bit more about your career? What have been your successes? What have been the highlights of your career so far? Yeah, um, I've been playing for the hockey national team since I was uh, 17 years old. I think that uh, I started my first tournament in the senior national, national team was in 2013. Um, and years before, I've been part of the, of the junior national teams. Um, I've always loved to be part of it. It was always my my like the, my dream to be part of the hockey Uruguayan hockey national team and I've been also to the youth olympic games in Nanjing in 2014 with the junior team I think that that was the best experience I've ever had and also the pan americans I've been to, I've been to the pan american in toronto in 2015 and and in 2019 to the to the peru once uh, I also I would love to to play in the in the outside. I think uh, I would like to go and play in um, in Netherlands or Germany. But I think that is that is an experience I I would I would want to to have once in my in my life. Well, you also at the Open Series in Japan. Yeah. Yeah, in 2018, we went to the Open Series in Japan. Uh, it was like a very hard and tough uh, process because we've, we've been training like a lot for, uh, I think, nine months of uh, double training per day. Um, and all of us worked and study in the day. So the time for, for resting was not uh, enough. And but. We spent a great time there in Japan, and the tournament was incredible. Uh, although, uh, although the results were not uh, the ones we, we expect, but it was a very nice tournament, yeah. What was the Youth Olympics like? How did that go? Was that, was that Hockey Fives, the Youth Olympics? Yeah, Hockey Fives. Uh, well, that was, I think it was the best experience uh, I've ever had in in the with the hockey national team, uh, we went to Nanjing in in 2014. We play against a potential uh, hockey teams. Uh, it was a hockey five, so it was a very different sport because it was faster. Uh, the 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 ball doesn't go outside, so it's a constant. Uh, you have to to be running constantly. Um, but the experience of be, of living that it was incredible. I think that it was one of, as I told you, it was one of the best uh, things I ever done with the with the hockey. What what did you learn? What did you gain from that experience of the Youth Olympics? Uh, I think the the. I reaffirm that that living a, a Olympic game is the best thing that can happen to an athlete. Um, oh, of course, a, a youth Olympic game is different, 
but it would be a dream come true, the possibility of living a senior Olympic game. So, so I would, it would, it would be great to be part of, of, of one. So hockey fives is a bit of a controversial topic at the minute. Mm -hmm. I have, I have my theories, which I've spoken about in podcasts before, but as a, as a person who's played hockey fives, how do you think it compares to indoor hockey? How do you think it compares to outdoor 11 size hockey? Is it, is it worthwhile? Is it useful? Is it, is it, what do you think? I think that it's, it's different. Uh, I, I consider uh, hockey, 11 hockey is better than five, than hockey five. Um, and it's the, the rules are similar to indoor, but of course you can you can the the ball can goes up and everything. But uh, I wouldn't I would not uh, do it worldwide. I I think that hockey eleven is better. The positive feedback I've got on it has been it's 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 good. It's beneficial for second tier, third tier national teams where hockey is. Um, uh, uh, minority sports. Mm -hmm. The concept of hockey fives. Do you think it's beneficial for the, the development of hockey in Uruguay, or do you think it's detrimental? I think that, um, as I told you, there are different. I think that there are different kind of sports because hockey five is more like uh, you have to to be constantly running. Uh, physically, you have to be better than in, than in hockey eleven, maybe. Um, in like you have to rotate three minutes playing and you rotate with with another one uh, so i think that here in uruguay is not so uh, uh it would not be so uh it would not it would don't have success i think it's better than hockey 11. so so you prefer the outdoor traditional format yeah yeah, no, the uh, indoor, I love indoor. I, I have played indoor. I went to the Pan-American tournament in Gushana uh, and I love it. Uh, but, but I prefer the outside. The Half Court Press is now on Patreon. Patreon is a well-known and trusted online platform that allows our fans to support the sports journalism that we create. We offer a tiered subscription plan with more content being made available to our fans who choose to spend a bit more each month. We at the Half Court Press would appreciate any and all support that you wish to contribute towards our articles, podcasts, and interviews. So you are a part of the leadership group, the senior players within the Uruguayan uh, national team. How? What's the process for you becoming that? Was it? Was it a vote? Was it decided by the coach? Uh, how? How do you, did you become? one of the leaders? Um, I think that 
the the old ones because now there were they new new players enter to the team uh, but the old ones that played have been playing hockey for more for more years in the national team and and that uh, we formed like that leadership because we've been as i told you we've been working on uh, these human values we think that we have to 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 maintain and to to have in this team so uh, i think that nico uh, i suppose nico uh, wanted to to maintain that part uh, and the old ones know how how was that going so uh, maybe it's that the point and that the fact uh, this group of leaderships was formed so it was the natural evolution of a relationship between the coach and the more experienced yeah. players yeah i think it was it was that uh, you you um, uh, maybe nico uh, formed this team with the most experienced players in the in the national team and uh, to for that to maintain that human values we've been managing since years and that it so that so that it's it seems it sounds like you you're describing a culture within the team that that's perhaps it comes from the coach but and then the senior players have bought into this and the senior players who have bought into this culture uh make up the leadership group yeah yeah i think uh, i think it's that uh, you said before the the national evolution of of a team the the mo the experienced players and uh, i think it's nice to have this leadership group because uh, it shows that everyone is important here and everyone has a, a reason to be here so uh, the team is not uh, is like we we are very we are all of us important in here the new ones and the ones that are uh, that are old ones by the way more for more information on nico tixay the head coach of the uruguayan national women's team he's interviewed as part of episode episode five or season six of the half court press podcast um the advert there for me. <laughs> so what are what what makes a good lead, leader what makes a, a, a good captain? I think I think a good leader should uh, transmit uh, and have to be an example in in what they say and the way they act um I think a good leader should uh, transmit these uh, values sports give and the importance of of being part of a team where uh, everyone is uh, important and there are no uh, like there's no one no one is more important than the other we are all one and we uh, get happy of uh, seeing another one uh, have a being succeed having us like being succeed so um i think that a leadership should a leader should transmit that uh, the being generous with the others 
the responsibility uh, we are having of being part of a national team um, and uh, making and, and letting the others know the importance of being part of a group and, uh, and a team. I think that is the, the most important thing. How would you describe your style of leadership? When you contribute to that, how, how do you behave? How does that compare to the other leaders within that group? Um, I think uh, we're all different. We are all, we, we all have our, our style. I, partic I particularly, I am very emotional. Um, I care about uh, a lot about the, how, the, how the players are feeling and I always want to be, to feel them comfortable. Um, I think that the new ones that are entering to the national team, I want them to be comfortable because if a player is feeling comfortable, probably she would give, she would be like her development or the, her, yeah, her development would be great because if she's feeling like comfortable with the, with the group and um, and being part and feeling part of it, although she's a new one, um, she would be she would be feel she will feel okay. So I think I'm very emotional. So I think that that part is very important and make the make all the players understand that uh, as I told you. There, we are all one, and uh, the importance of all of us uh, support each other. How does this compare to the other leaders in that group? How many people are there in that leadership group, by the way? In that that, that, that group of senior players, how many how many are there? We are 20, like twenty four players actually training. Um. But with the other leaders, uh, as I told you, I think we have, each one has her style, and, but we have like the, the, the same objective to, to, to build. And our aim is that uh, the importance of the human values in, the, in a team. Uh, I think that we all have that uh, clear. So we are working, all of us, in the same line. Have there been any problems within the group, the wider group that you've helped to solve? Yeah, I think that uh, there will there will always be some problems or or something. But the, here, the importance I think that is to each one recognize uh, if if I have if I have been uh, in a problem or I have a problem with another teammate, uh, I have to recognize it and have the uh, and be like. Um, how do you say the word? Recognize that I have been wrong and uh, make the others understand or, or, or like understand that I can also um, have a problem with another one. But uh, here the important, the important is, um, I think that there, uh, but the important here is that they can be resolved and uh, things get right uh, and once the problem is resolved, okay, we pass it away and we keep on going. Uh, but we have been working a lot on that and uh, believe it or not, uh, we don't have 
one problem or problems in the team. I think that uh, everything goes right. Some uh, a few few years ago, we've been working on that, and um, we don't have so much problems in the team. Can you can you give me an example of something that that perhaps wasn't going the way you wanted it, it to go, but uh, but was resolved in a particular manner? Um, let me think. Was there was a, 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 a someone who perhaps wasn't training very hard, or someone who was maybe communicating in a way that wasn't ideal, or something like this? Um, I don't know exactly an example for that, but as a team, we we always deal with the things. Um, of how find a way uh, to pay our travels on our trips. So a problem that always always presents uh, once we have a trip is which uh, how we can um, recollect some money to pay that trips and not so um, we organize some. Uh, tournaments for little girls, for for mothers, for uh, young girls, and we recollect some money and uh, for paying that trip. So I think our main problems are that uh, which way we can find to pay that tournaments and uh, the way we can recollect some money to pay them. So I think that our <laughs> that our our problems, uh, basically. Those those camps, those tr those training courses, is that is that a good way of perhaps bonding the team, of of gelling, of creating? An yeah. Yeah, I think that it it unites the the team a lot, um, because uh, we all work for that, we all organize it, we uh, and we all participate in that. So for the human part, it's very important because we have a problem uh, that is how we, how we are going to pay all our trips, but we find a solution and we work all of us in that solution. So I think that it, it supports a lot to the team. So, so what are we talking about here? We're we talking about a shared objective, uh, sh um, a shared, uh, a united, uh, activity together to overcome yeah. her yeah it's a united activity um for example we make a hockey camp for young girls and we all participate we all of us participate um, in organizing it or being part of it uh, so that makes us uh, be together work together not only in the training part uh, but also in this aspect that is very important also to to consolidate the team. So it, it sounds like you're, you're preventing issues from, from arising by creating a positive atmosphere. Sorry? It sounds like you're, you're, you're preventing uh, potential issues from, from occurring by creating a, a positive atmosphere. 
Yeah, yeah, it's, I think that that is the most important thing. Create, you, you said it, create a positive atmosphere in there because we have a lot of problems in here because as we are not professionals, uh, we are not paid for doing this. We have to pay the trips, the training uh, hours, uh, like we train very early in the morning or very uh, in, at the night. So we have a lot of problems in here, but oh, we try always to make a, to have a positive atmosphere and make this a, like a, make the team a, the most important thing in that in this. So when we are dismotivated or we we don't we are like tired to go to practice or something, well, make the team want you to go. So I think that is the most important thing. Uh, like make each other, we motivate each other to give our best in all aspects, inside the field and outside the field. So I'm interested in this idea of this, this, cap, this concept of a captaincy group, of a leadership mm-hmm. group, a group of senior players taking a, a, shared, a shared responsibility. It's It's... There's always been senior players in any invasion sport or any invasion team. But the idea of a, of a group having that shared captaincy responsibility is, is fairly, fairly modern. It's, fairly, it's a fairly new idea. Um, what are the drawbacks to this? What are the benefits? What are the drawbacks? Um... I, sincerely, I don't see any drawback in here. Um, I think that being like a team of leaderships, I think that working in a team, in team, is better than working alone. So uh, as a team of leaderships, I think that, as you said, the, the, the responsibilities are divided, the decisions are, are uh, divided, we all can participate in the decisions we wanted to have, and as we all want the best for this team and we all want uh, this to grow and this to, to be the best version uh, which is positive um, because there, there are a lot of leaders in here and uh, any player can go and talk with the leader. She feels more comfortable or, or she thinks that is going to understand her better. And so I think that is great. And as I told you before, um, we all have, uh, we all of us have our style in here. So we, some of us are more emotional. Someone, uh, maybe you have another that is the one that motivates in the practice. The other, so I think that we complement and we and we can make that a, a nicer group. How how do you think this compares to the more traditional one captain, one vice captain sort mm-hmm. of setup? I think that is different. Um, uh, I've never worked with this before, like being a group of leaders. Um, but I think that being being one captain, maybe uh, you have the res- you have like a responsibility, or you lead. You have to to deal with things that maybe alone is like tough tougher than de- dealing with with a group. So 
I think that is different. Uh, I don't know which one is better or not, but I, I like to work like this. I like to, to work in a group and, and that many persons are part of it. How does the relationship with the coach work? Uh, it, I, the message, what happens? No, I think that in this case, uh, Nico is also a very, uh, she, he's very emotional and he's always trying to feel, uh, to make us feel comfortable in all the ways. Um, he's, always, he's always caring about us. So he, he, asks, he asks us a lot of things uh, like, hey guys, what do you think about this? Do you think that it's better he, this or, the, or that? So I think that the communication with him is better. Oh, we have to improve a lot of things, obviously. But I think that uh, it's better also because there is no one, there is not only one person that communicates with Nico there a lot. So I think that it's, it's okay. So it sounds like you've got a lot of input there, a lot of, uh, a lot of conversation, a lot of uh, communication. Uh, I'm interested in specifics in strategy and tactics. Um, so just for definition, strategy is long-term aims and objectives. Tactics are the are the little little bits that go. If you if you want to finish first in a tournament, how do you do that in the games? You use tactics, right? That's for definition. How much input does the how much input do the, do the leaders have in terms of strategy? How much input does the leadership have in terms of tactics? I think that uh, for the head, for the for the managers and the head coach of the team, um, in the tournaments, like uh, maybe they they tell us, "Look, girls, I think that this is the way to play this game." Uh, what do you think? Do you feel comfortable? Do you feel okay? Do you think that is the best way? And we participate in that. We like make a tactic. Uh, we we planned the tactic, ta the tactic of the match together. But the final decision is from the head coach. Uh, they are always asking us, um, "What do what do we think of that? Of that? If we if we consider that is the best way, or if we feel comfortable in that?" But at the end, they decide what what is the best thing to do so in terms of objectives for a tournament or or long-term goals for the year of of the of the cycle how much input do, do, does the team how much input does the do the senior uh, players have towards that is it just yeah. coach or do, do you say we think we can do we can do more or we don't think or we don't think we can yeah. meet that uh, i think that um that is a uh, the, the the part of the objectives and and the and what we aspire what we want to the expectations of each tournament uh, i think that is a group uh, stuff i think that uh, manager and going in the same way uh, because if the if the head coach and managers want something and we want another thing we are not we are not being um, oh, we don't have the same objective in this in that in that tournament. So I think that uh, in that way in the, and in that aspect, the we have to be all uh, connected uh, and being. I don't know how to say the word. I think we have to. 
we have all, all of us, we have to agree in what we, um, in the objectives we have in that tournament on, on in the, in the in long-term objectives. And it's not only a thing about uh, coaches or managers, because if we are not, if coaches and managers want one thing and we want another thing, we are, we are not getting agree in, in the object, in the final objective. So I think in that aspect or of the year. So, so I have been, I've, I've, I personally have never been a captain, but I have been a coach. And sometimes I, I think that the, the players or the team are, are more capable than they actually are. Yeah. I, I think we, so, but I have to be patient, like you're describing. I'm, as a coach, maybe I have to be patient until the team sees that, they, until they can agree that they, they are able to pro, you know, go through these processes. As a, as a leader, do you, do you, have you been through a similar thing? Does the wider group of players feel that they can do something, but maybe two or three or a small group of players don't feel they can do something? Um, in, a, in a team always happened that maybe one, one of us have like a view of the match and another ones have another view of the match. And that is, that is um, acceptable because everyone um, has, has their opinion of what they think that is the best. But here the importance is, I think that the important thing here is um, we all have one main objective, uh, the whole team, and we, we, everyone has his thing that which is the, the best way to get into it. So uh, here, for me, the, the most important thing is to find the way that everyone feels comfortable to get to that objective we have. Uh, but I think that uh, maybe having like a little like discussions or, or interactive with the other ones and thinking which is the best way uh, and making, make, making the decision in group I think that you can arrive to to that. How, how important is is giving time to people to cat to catch up? And in one in one aspect, how important is compromising in a different aspect? Um, I don't understand your question. Do you are talking about the the compromise that each player have to has to have in a team? So, so, so I, I suppose is if one person or two people or three or a minority uh, simply isn't going in the same direction uh, as as the main group, how long do you wait for them? How much do you compromise with them? Okay, I understand. Um... I think that that things will will happen, will, will happen. Um, but here, uh, I think that I, maybe as a leader, you should uh, listen to the opinion of that person or of that uh, mate that is doesn't doesn't uh, wants the same uh, that wants the other ones. Uh, but maybe she she can give us. Um, some uh, 
her opinion is value is is like important to uh, not change, but maybe a, a modify the objective. Or I think that everyone's opinions are 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 important in the team. Uh, the 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 difficult thing here, and the, I think that the the thing that will give us more success is to uh, include the the. Um, the the opinions of everyone and make one whole opinion with all of that. I I do you understand? I, I find that interesting. It's it's compromise and modification. They they're they're similar, but they're slightly different yeah. meaning, aren't they? Yeah, it's, yeah. It's modifying the objective to 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 include everybody. It, yeah, I I think that um, it's like. A tough thing for the team because uh, everyone wants different things, maybe in different ways. But uh, it's a great thing, and uh, it's like a big challenge for the team, uh, including uh, all the opinions and all the different ways people consider is the best the best way to get to that objective and make a whole one. I think that is a great challenge and uh, something that will make uh, grow a lot the the human part of the team. So the, these modifications, these adaptations. Now, in a game, if if the tactics in a game, if the game plan, firstly, who makes the game plan before a match? Who sets it out? Is it is it coach? Is it Nico? Is it? Yeah, yeah, Nico is, is out. Yeah. Now, if it's on the pitch, if it's if it's not working, or something changes, or the or the other team make a tactical alteration, mm -hmm. what then happens? Who makes? I think that um, Nico, if Nico wants to change and which things uh, he consider are better to doing uh, in in that moment, but sometimes we have to make decisions, uh, we have to make decisions as players in the game. And uh, I think that, that that also, it's a challenge for us because maybe the, the coach is not realizing of what is happening. And maybe one player inside the game tells, girls, now we have to do this and we have to do that. And we all do it. We, we, we have the confidence in each other to 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 make what what each other thinks that is the best. So maybe if Nico realizes the or, the the order is from Nico, but if we consider inside the field that something is not going well and some of us consider uh, there's a better way to do it, maybe uh, we can change it in the moment. So that, but that depends in it in each match. So I there was a really interesting bit. During during Nico's Nico Tipse's interview um, in series six, there's a inter really interesting thing he said of his own development as a coach. Yeah, when he when he when he was a young coach when he started out, he 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 described himself as a, a joystick coach, like in the PlayStation. Uh, and as he as he as he became more experienced and and became older. Uh, He's, he, he, he decided that was not a good way of, co of coaching. And he's changed and to, have, and, to, and to try and coach the players to think for themselves. 
Yeah, yeah. I think that uh, Nico, uh, he's, he always, he takes into consideration and our opinion a lot. Uh, he's always asking us if we consider that this is the best way or if we have big confidence on us. Uh, maybe uh, I, I remember a match in the Panam in, in 2019 that we have to make like a fast decision in in the match because we were like uh, our score was horrible we were losing and one of our players told us girls we have to do this and Nico um, allowed us to do that because it was a decision that we make so um, I think in that aspect, Nico uh, has a very a big confidence of, on us and he would always respect our opinion of what we think that is the best. Uh, maybe the final decision, uh, obviously, um, is from him, but he will, he will always respect us in that way. Uh, during a game, who's the loudest person on the pitch? Is it, is it, is it the coach? Is it okay. Nico? Is it, is it the captain? Is it the goalkeeper? Is it one of the other senior players? Who who's commanding? Who's making the decisions? Nico. Nico talks a lot from the outside and also uh, other uh, Hime, Hime that is part from uh, is part of the of the coaches that is outside the field. She also talks us a lot, um, but inside the field. Uh, I think it depends. You have the ones that motivate and the other ones that uh, that make the, the decisions in a in tactic way, tactic ways. Uh, I think we, as I told you, we are all different and we all have our styles and uh, like our leaders in different ways. So I think that that is the interesting thing uh, because inside the field we have different leaders, the motivation, the motivation ones, the tactic ones, the, so I think that that is the great because we, we are all the same, we are all very important inside the field. So what, one of the questions I sent to you was, what is the role of the captain? What is the role of the leader? But I think you, you just described how different people can take, have different aspects of one role there. Yeah, yeah, I think that a, a leader, as I told you before, should transmit and should be an example in what they say and what they, the way they act. And um, I think that, in in my opinion, um, the leader should transmit that sports value that each player should have to to be part of a team because you're playing a. a a sport that is is playing by a lot of group of a lot of people. You're not an it's not an individual sport. So you have to respect each respect the other, uh, be generous, be responsible. Um, so I think that a captain should transmit all those uh, values that are very important in a in a team sport. So still looking at examples during a game ever or during a, a competitive tournament or over the course of a game, over, over the course of a tournament or a, a season, if a, if a player is playing badly or has a dip in form or is, 
how do you deal with that? How do you specifically try to improve that person? Yeah, um, I think that the first thing I, I would do is to tell her that uh, she's, not, she's not doing it wrong. Because um, if, I, if, if the, our reaction is like uh, being bad with her, that's horrible, that would make her feel very bad. But I think that I will tell, I, I will tell her that she's not doing it wrong, that she's going to do it right, and that she has to be confident in she has to have confidence in her to to get to get out of that uh, that bad moment and do what she knows she can do. Um, because as I told you, I think that each player that 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 is in the national team, it's there for a reason, and you have to believe in that. So I will, I will try to make her notice that she's here for a reason and that she's only passing a bad moment in, in that match. She has to react and, uh, and have confidence in her to, to get out of that moment. Do you, do you change your style if, if a young player makes a mistake, like a costly error, compared to uh, an older player? Is there a, <laughs> an approach there? <laughs> Because um, I suppose I would imagine that uh, potentially the younger player has uh, more of an ego consequence there. Do you have a different approach? Do you have a different style? Um, maybe if there's a it's a younger player, I will like try to be more um, apprehensive, like uh, trying to 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 feel her to make her feel better because she's younger but uh, as i told you before uh, we are all important in the same way in this team so the younger player uh, should be treated the same way as an older player um because it's a it's it's important as the older player but maybe because i'm very emotional i will try to make her feel like better and and Try to listen to her a little bit more, a, a little bit more, because maybe it's a she's not so confident, or a, I don't know. But I think that players should be treated as in the same way, and being, and of course, all of us being respect respected with each other, and 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 that's it. Now, in terms of training, we spoke about. We've spoken a lot, a lot about uh, in-game adaptations and tournaments and so forth. How much input does the leadership group have in training, in the drills, in the uh, in the in the learning uh, outcomes? Uh, I think that uh, in trainings, the the one that make that uh, organize or prepare each training is the head coach and the managers. Um, they're the captain. But as I told you, a, a leader should be an example of, of what they do and what they said. So I think that uh, the training, like training there in that aspect, the captain doesn't have to, to be involved in that. Bumple um, inside and outside the, the field and in what they say and the way they act. So uh, I think leaders should 
be also uh, leaders in matches, in the trainings, outside. So I think that the input they have, uh, it's very, it's important, but everyone as being, being a part of a national team, um, it's very important. So I think that all the players should, ha should have the same input in, in the training. If, if you are unhappy about how something is going, if, if a session is too hard or too easy, or you feel a coach is perhaps picking on uh, an individual, uh, what happens? Um, I try to, I try not to uh, show that I'm not happy with that. <laughs> uh, but then, uh, and if I show it afterwards, maybe I don't like the way I act, so I try to improve that. But um, I think that there will be always things that I would, I would, I would not like in a training or in a tournament, but I, but I will have to deal with them. So it's part of it. And it's part of, of growing as a team to, to affront that things we don't like and uh, accept them because it's part. If, uh, if uh, a teammate is struggling in training, mm -hmm. uh, how, how do you, how do you improve them? If a junior player during the A team, the senior team for the first time, how, yeah. do, you, how do you help them? Yeah. Um, as I told you before, I, I give a lot of importance to make them feel comfortable. So the first thing I would try to do is to um, make her feel comfortable, comfortable in the new group she's getting in. Because... I think that uh, feeling right in there and um, feeling comfortable in a, in a new place where you have never been is the most important thing to, be, to want to be part of it. So I think that uh, I will immediately try to make her feel comfortable, go and talk to her, um, I don't know, about her, her, her things, her personal things, and make, make her feel part of it and part of this new new team that is uh, forming. If a, if a particular player is, is being lazy in training, <laughs> if she's not putting her weight, it's a big, it's an important tournament coming up. You need, you need more from, the, uh, from this person. What, how do you approach that? How, how do you deal with that? Maybe um, in the moment, I would tell her like, "Hey, uh, we are we are in, we are training right now. Uh, get into it." And then maybe uh, once the once the training is over, I will text her a message like, "Hey, uh, today maybe you it's happening something to you that you were like lazy today. Uh, do you have any problem that we can talk? Because maybe she has an, she, she has a personal problem that she was uh, dealing with that in the training. So." I, at the beginning, I will talk to her in the train, but then I will send her like a text message or something if something else was happening to her uh, uh, that because the, she was lazy, but.
The Half Court Press is now on Patreon. Patreon is a well-known and trusted online platform that allows our fans to support the sports journalism that we create. We offer a tiered subscription plan with more content being made available to our fans who choose to spend a bit more each month. We at the Half Court Press would appreciate any and all support that you wish to contribute towards our articles, podcasts and interviews. As we begin to wind up, as we draw to an end, <laughs> who has been the best captain that you've played with, that, you, that you've played for? Um, our last captain, Agustina Nieto, um, she, she's, she's like a, fr- she's friend of mine right now. She's like my old sister. Um, and I think that she's the, the best captain I've ever played for and with. Um, Why? Because, <laughs> because as I told you before, a uh, Years ago, we'll be, we have been working on uh, these human values and uh, that should notice uh, the importance of being respected with the other, of being uh, nice with the other, being generous. And she make us notice uh, how important or the, the importance of uh, all that things in a team and that if we are at, if outside the field, everything goes right, inside the field, uh, everything will go better. So uh, I think that she's the best captain I ever have and that I, I will have. Who's the best captain, the best leader that you've played against, that you've come across? Um, I've, I've played against Agustina also in uh-huh. our, in our, in the national competition uh, against our, uh, maybe uh, playing against her, uh, if she get mad for something, she always knows how to like maintain her calm and deal with that. Um, so I admire, I admire her in that way also. <laughs> okay, so a captain that you've maybe watched play or, or seen, not played with or against, but you, you admire the way they, they lead a team out and so on and so forth. Let me think. It can be from... Anywhere. So maybe you've seen in the Pro League or the World Cup or from any sport even. Sport? Yeah, any sport. Okay. Um, I follow a lot... Um... Dan Carter, that is a rugby player. And I also admire, admire him and I like a lot uh, rugby because of the human values they manage. Um, I've seen him in the World Cup 2015 when, when he gets the, the best player of the, of the world. And uh, yeah, I really admire him because uh, because of the values he managed and also the values of, of sports he, he, he transmits. So was that Dan Carter, the New Zealand rugby union captain? Yeah, yeah. 
He today announced his retirement, so. <laughs> but yeah, the, the English team is much better. <laughs> the English team is much better. <laughs> so why is the captain important? What does the captain do or the leader do that nobody else does? Okay, um, I think that uh, there's not a special thing that nobody else can do, but uh, I think it, the, the fact goes in what they transmit. Um, I think that that is the, the basic thing uh, that a captain should transmit uh, all the, the the things and the values that that team should have. Um, and I think that it's important to have a captain because uh, it's like the connection between the head coach and the players and where players can uh, speak and talk to, to him or her uh, in a confident way and uh, in a comfortable way. And um, I think that it's very important to have like someone who guides uh, the team in, in that way. Final question. Yeah. What do you think of the FIH Pro League? Oh, I would love to be part of one of those. <laughs> um, I think that it's a... Uh, the level of hockey played in that matches is incredible. I watch them a lot, and I learn a lot of in a lot uh, while watching them. Um, but uh, yeah, I think that is great, and uh, everything that makes hockey uh, grow and uh, hockey and makes hockey more visible in in the world, I would support it, and I will watch it. So hockey uh, grows in the world and 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 gets more famous in a way. Uh, so more countries can play it. Is it beneficial for you? You in hockey. Um, I don't know if it's beneficial or not, but. Uh, It's more difficult to play like it's more difficult to non-professional teams achieve that. So I, mean, I don't know if, if it's positive or negative, but do, do, do you see a route to there? Do you, as a Uruguayan international, do you see a, a, a way to progress to that top level? Yeah, I of course, we want to play in that level, uh, but we have to change a lot of things that escape escape from escape from us. Like, um, stay, we should be professionals to 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 play in that level. We should we we have to dedicate the whole days to training, and that's not happening here in Uruguay. So it's very difficult. But we have the plan to go to, for that. Um, but before we have to achieve more little objectives <laughs> uh, to, to, to achieve that 
big objective that we have and that dream we have because our dream obviously is to be part of a World Cup or a, a Olympic game or being part of a pro league. But now it's very difficult. We have to achieve some uh, some other objectives before. And I hope uh, once uh, I turn on the TV and see Uruguay playing that, that level, that it would be fantastic. Constanza Coti, Karen Dike. Thank you so much. Thank you, Tao, for this opportunity and for this interview. I've enjoyed a lot. Uh, and thank you for making uh, this uh, other people know a little bit more about your way at home. This has been a Half Court Press production by Theo McLeod. The Half Court Press is now on Patreon. Patreon is a well-known and trusted online platform that allows our fans to support the sports journalism that we create. We offer a tiered subscription plan with more content being made available to our fans who choose to spend a bit more each month. We at the Half Court Press would appreciate any and all support that you wish to contribute towards our articles, podcasts and interviews.